0: Happy Monday, Grace. Happy Monday. I think I have I have a little bit of overgraced feeling still. I'm I'm getting
1: overgraced lately. Ah, oh, there's there's so much grace in your world. You're gonna miss me come March.
0: Why are you going March? What happens? Well, Not going anywhere.
1: We just don't have any anything planned to oh. see each other until April.
0: Yeah, I guess we'll have to change that. Yeah, figure something out. Yep. Whew, how How you feeling? Good.
1: I'm feeling good. You know, my legs are still still a little bit of recovery. I got some lingering soreness in my quads because I ran the frozen snot last Saturday. How are you feeling?
0: My quads are a little disturbed with me. They're not really happy. They don't smile right now. Yeah, it's a whole thing. It's, it's, I think everybody that experienced the snot would probably know exactly what I'm saying. But, you know, yeah. I feel good.
1: Yeah, so the both of us got to participate in the Frozen Snot on Saturday, and that is also what we are going to talk about today.
0: Yeah, so let's get this uh, intro started so we can get talking about it. Ah. Grace, listen to me and listen carefully. Okay? okay? Okay. Okay. We are here to talk about the Frozen Snot 2024 with Roxanne Strine. So let's talk about this past weekend on episode forty. Yeah. I'm
1: Eric Idiot runner Kosek, And I'm Grace Hotpants-Langheim. Eric is all business in the front of the pack, and I am all about the party in the back.
0: That's right, business up front and party in the back. Together, we are
1: the Running Mullet. And we are going to talk about every aspect of running, the podium to the DNF and everything in between.
0: If you are a runner, this show is for you. Now sit back, get out your foam roller, and enjoy the party. So yeah, we have a a guest on tonight. It was kind of a late entry to the show, Mm -hmm. but due to the fact that these races happen on the weekend and our show happens the Monday following the weekend, sometimes it's short notice, but... It's a good one and uh, somebody who's run the frozen snot in way too many times and is amazing.
1: <laughs> I have been waiting to have Roxanne on um, the show. It's just a matter of picking which awesome thing has Roxanne done this past weekend that we want to talk about on Monday because every single weekend she is doing something amazing. And if you don't already know Roxanne, I am very excited to introduce her to you because she is amazing and and we're gonna let's break should we bring her on
0: yeah give me one second i yeah i need i need you to explain something to me real quick yes i i need you to explain what's going on did, did what's going on in this picture here <laughs>
1: it's um I, you know, there's a lot there's
0: a lot to unfold here i know we have a half um, hour show i wish people yeah. could zoom in uh-huh. um,
1: um there I, was this is something there was a little bit of dropping it like it's hot out on the course this past weekend that happened a few times. It was so warm that I wore my hot pants okay. um, out on the course, and uh, there were comments about my hot pants. I had to drop it like it was hot because it was hot, and this is that's wow. just what happens. It's what I- happens.
0: That is a that is art. I think is what that is. That is a <laughs> a beautiful portrait, if you will. Um, you. I personally have have it framed already. So yeah, I'll sign I mean, it for you. I want to thank you so much for for letting me my eyes see that. I mean,
1: yes.
0: signed copies coming soon. All right. So I'm sorry I didn't mean to to mess up your intro. Go ahead and
1: intro Roxanne for us, and we'll bring her on. Yeah, I want to bring, uh, I'm going to bring in Roxanne so she can answer a couple of questions as we uh, intro all of the amazing things that she has done. Yep. Roxanne, welcome there to is. The Running Mullet. It's about time we've had you on. And Roxanne, just because I want to inspire, I want to, ins- I want this in people's brains. I want to inspire everybody out there. You are, and I know you're not shy about this. How old are you? 69. Roxanne is 69 years old, so let's just keep that in your brain. Now, you have run the Frozen Snot 10 times. You had the um, fastest known time for the Mason-Dixon Trail, 200 miles um, before I snagged it from you. Uh, So you did that just three years ago, so it wasn't long ago. Yep. Yeah. Yeah was not long ago when you did 200 miles on the Mason Dixon and every single weekend you're out on the Mason Dixon trail. You and Dave are um, your husband, Dave are trail stewards for the Pennsylvania section of the Mason Dixon trail and both manage, help the trail. You also have second chance for life uh, animal rescue, um, which you volunteer with heavily and, and help out and help manage. You former, kickboxing champion um speak speak at least two languages i don't know (laughs) if you speak more than that do you speak more than two languages no no just two yeah uh fluent in two languages what else am i missing uh track season starts in march 4th i coach track (laughs) coach track and dave um still holds i believe a school record for was it track or cross country uh but for both, yeah, for Lancaster
2: <laughs> he went, or York Catholic.
1: For York Catholic, still holds um, some running records. The so mile the, record, yeah. So the both of you have been running legends for a very long time, and about time that we had you on the show. Yeah, thanks for being That's
2: on. For well, mm. I, I started I started when most people are like ready to stop. I, I did my first marathon on my 40th birthday.
0: That's, That's awesome. Now. <laughs> All right, so we're here to pretty much have a night full of frozen snot talk, right? That Generally, we can talk a little about what else you've done, Roxanne. But before we get into that, I, I want to go over some of the details about frozen snot itself for those people that haven't done it. I, if you haven't done it, you better get it on your schedule and make sure you sign up fast because it sells out fast because it's an amazing race. But having said that, the frozen snot is held... In, right near Lock Haven, PA, it, the race director is Luke Ebling. He goes by L. Christopher on the Facebooks if you're <laughs> friends with him. Amazing guy, amazing race director. The race itself is pretty much uh, spotless as far as uh, how smooth it runs. They know what they're doing and they got it figured out. Um, the longer distance is 13 and a half miles, 5,800 feet plus or minus a few feet. <laughs> Gain. Uh, Short course is 8.3 miles with 3,775 feet of gain. So it's totally easy. Um, (laughs) And it it is marked as the toughest trail marathon in the Northeast. So with numbers like that, it's not too difficult to figure out why. Mm -hmm. Um, Only other thing I have to say about it, kind of a trademark um, spot of the race, is the the Bacon Station. Everybody goes crazy Mm -hmm. over that station. Where you can mm-hmm. get all the bacon your little tummy desires, and uh, all the aid stations are phenomenal, but but that one's the the trademark of the event. So
1: yeah, and I think that's um, you know coordinated by quite a few people, but I think some of the major players are um, uh, Michael Lippy and uh, Patrick.
0: So the aid station, yeah,
1: mm-hmm. yeah,
0: yeah. The, the the team itself that puts on Frozen Snot again. I just mentioned luke as because he's the race mm-hmm. director but he's got an amazing team that that all help out equally just like in every other race but uh yeah thank you to yeah. them for putting on such an amazing event this year was probably one uh, well roxanne you've done it 10 times Was this <laughs> one it
2: was it was never never this warm wow <laughs> Never. wow <laughs> crazy. now
1: roxanne i i know my thoughts on this but do you think it is easier or harder when it's this warm
2: Um, I don't know. The downhills, I mean, my arms were sore from gripping so hard on the ropes, but, uh, -hmm. uh, and till, you know, I'm, I'm the, you say you're the backpacker. I am the backpack and I'm I'm going down there and it's like the, the trail was like, it was so slippy. The rocks were, I'd rather have snow on it. I'd rather have Mm -hmm. snow going down those hills because I've already slid on my butt the whole way down because there's so much snow, you didn't have to worry about any rocks sticking up. But this this weekend, I thought it was, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't that easy.
1: (laughs) I I had the exact same experience. I think it's easier when there's snow. Um, and it's same reason it's because two reasons Well, on the flats, the snow kind of fills in the cracks and the rocks don't move as much. They move a lot when there's no snow. And then the downhills, it was a, a few years back, I kept falling so much in the snow that I eventually just slid the entire yeah, way down on my butt. Yeah, that's what I
2: did, And down.
1: Exactly. I remember trying to convince this guy nearby that he should try it. And in the most polite way, I cannot quote him because I don't remember what he said, but in the most polite way, um, he declined to continue sliding down. He did try it. Um, but he suggested that I had more cushion than him. And he... <laughs> <he's-> <laughs> Is correct. <laughs>
0: I will say that I I was told both the same things. Also, going into this race, this is only my second time. Um, mm-hmm. that I that I should expect it to be. It's a lot harder without snow, yeah. and it was it was harder. But I didn't think it was it wasn't as bad as I was expecting.
1: Let's put it mm-hmm. that way.
2: I mean, the, temp- the temperature made it nice too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, it
1: makes it comfortable. Especially, you know, you don't you don't get freezing cold when you're um, going so slow on the descents, which is kind of nice. Um, but it, it is, I think the technicality is harder when it's, it's warm like this. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. I think last year when we started, it was like five degrees or something.
1: Last year was cold. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Last
0: year was cold.
2: Did you guys see the snake this year? No, no just snake? the
0: pictures. I can't believe that stinking <laughs> snake was out it was up on
2: top if you went up why not and you start coming down logan's run or logan's whatever uh that rocky section up on top that had a little bit of snow on it it was (laughs) off to the side there in the leaves
0: that's crazy i think that the
2: people ahead of me they heard the rattle so they warned us but till i went past it it was like calm it was just laying there sunning.
0: yeah (laughs) and i mean it was even it was noticeably colder up on the top of those mountains too.
2: yes it was
0: (laughs) man
1: man i guess he wanted some sun (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) Roxanne, you you've been coming back for 10 years. So you started this when you were 59. You're now 69. Not ready to hang up your Cthulhu Microspikes anytime soon. Why do you keep coming back every year?
2: Uh, I just love it. I love the trail community, Uh, whether you're a volunteer, whether you're the fastest guy, the slowest. guy, I, I just love the the people and I love being out there. And I'm so mm-hmm. used to hiking by myself. Most of this time everybody is so spread out. I'm usually by myself, but I don't mind that because that's how I train. Mm-hmm. But I, I just love being out in the woods. I like I like being out there and I like to challenge.
1: Yeah. I can still
2: and you, do it, you know?
1: You can. <laughs> and you
2: be, I might not be as fast as the was, but I can still do it. I love it.
1: Yeah. And you pick very technical courses. Um, you, yeah, it seems like you kind of, I, occasionally we've done some, some road racing together. Occasionally you do some road racing, but you typically pick the more technical stuff. And I do think that it is a great thing about this race is that you can be front of the pack or back of the pack and, and the times are pretty gracious so that you can make the whole thing.
2: Yep. Yep. Yep, I told the bacon station because uh, I know the guys that work there. Yeah. I said last year, I said when I got there, I said you had no more bacon left, so you better have some bacon for me. And they did. Yep. They still had a lot of bacon. So, <laughs> so, good.
0: So, so quick story on my end. Where we're running along, and I went into this race kind of as forcing myself to have a good time and not worry about where I was at. Right. So we're running along. I felt comfortable, and we're coming into the bacon aid station. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna stop at this aid station. And actually, say see everybody, say hi, and eat some bacon. Well, Gabe, no, it wasn't Gabe. Everybody else with, John Johnson and Adam Cole, they went flying by like the front of the pack people that they are. And I had to hold, I, I didn't want to lose them. I wanted to stay with them. So I had to keep
1: going. So I didn't even get to experience it. Oh, man. You're lost.
2: You're lost. Yeah.
1: No. That was your decision. You got to hang back. And they, they have, did you have the little, they have the little crackers that are wrapped in the bacon? No, I That's,
2: didn't have that, but I did have a shot mm,
1: of cinnamon fireball. There you go. That's the way you do it. You got to do a yes. shot of cinnamon fireball. You make, you make new friends
2: people you don't know.
1: I says, hey, mm-hmm. so you want a new shot?
2: Okay, yes, we did a shot.
1: <laughs> exactly. Nice, nice. Um, into the in the chat, Alicia, who was running with um our friend Don, yes. um, she had said in the chat, Don was very upset with me because I was complaining and he didn't see the snake. Uh, so <laughs> there was the snake he uh that snake made a lot of news everybody was talking about it throughout the course yeah, i think that was i think that was the the craziest thing that happened this year which is good um i don't think i didn't hear of any major injuries or anything like that no you a know, couple
2: talk about injuries a few years back there's mm-hmm. a, a girl from pittsburgh that coming as we were coming down why not yeah mm-hmm. no not no, logan's run coming down there uh mm-hmm. she fell like they didn't have as many ropes in there and mm. she fell and she what she busted her ribs, she broke the wrists. She she was in bad shape. And we had to help yeah. her down. And then Dave was waiting at the aid station and he took her right to the hospital.
1: Yeah. that and she was, was in the
2: hospital for a while. I
1: think yeah. I think the one um I think the one you're talking about, I was there. Um, her name is
2: Julie. I, I forget her last name, but Julie Yeah,
1: yeah. She I came through. I was like the, there were three people helping her already and nobody had gone forward yet yeah. to call for help. So I was the person who called for help. Um, it was on the other side of the beast.
2: Yeah. That's where it okay. was. That's where it was. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: She broke both wrists, gashed her head. That was the head was the, the big thing that was noticeable at the time because she was yeah. bleeding so much. And then I think she broke some ribs and her sternum. Yeah, I think her
2: her sternum. Yeah. That's was. her yeah. sternum.
1: Yeah, yeah, so but, till, yeah till we are waiting Pinnico? for.
2: A, what's that?
1: Is that Julie Pennico?
2: No, Julie. I forget where I said it's, it's I the Pittsburgh group that comes every
1: year. Oh. And, but she uh, came back the year. Oh yeah, she the came next back year. To the
2: short course. Yeah. Yep. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah. Surprised she got she came her.
2: back. She yeah. wasn't there this year, but she said she missed us. But uh, but yeah, the ambulance was going to take too long, so they just took her to the hospital.
1: Mm-hmm. Took her right away. So yeah, it is a, a rough, rough race. I remember one of, it was the second time I did frozen snot. Um, the, and when you're listening to those stats that Eric talked about at the beginning with the elevation gain, keep in mind that 13 and a half, the first and the last mile are flat. So it's really 5,500 feet within 11 and a half miles. It is just a brutal course. And I remember going on the way out my second time doing it This years ago and these kids behind me had said they said yeah i i heard uh that people get um that uh a person got hurt out here and the other guy says i heard there's parts of the course you can't even run <laughs> i'm like oh honey stories yes oh, yes legends <laughs> oh boy you are in for a a fun day if you were planning on running this whole thing so <laughs> yeah. so it's a but they uh, and I will say this, like there have been some injuries, which we all know going into it, that you should be wearing proper footwear, including Cthulhu micro spikes and and uh, re- understanding what you're signing up for. And this race just does a phenomenal job of having volunteers everywhere yes. oh, with yeah. radio, ambulances ready to go just in case they need them. And uh, a lot of times they don't, which is
0: good. Not so. only that, it's it's worth noting You know, we talked about the ropes going down the steep parts. I I wish people could respect and understand how much work the volunteers put into putting heavy duty rope down pretty much the full length of a steep downhill that is unrunnable, barely walkable. So Mm -hmm. that us runners have some stability to make it down. It's it's needed. It's that dangerous. Yeah. But and thank you to those that, that put the ropes up. Yeah, hundreds of,
1: yeah yeah hundreds and hundreds of feet of rope um so it's really phenomenal what everybody pulls off and in return you get amazing swag um, oh yeah and sore quads yep right so there,
0: right
2: there. i
1: want to see rocks you you have 10 years of swag so what are all of the things <laughs> that you have now you have well, a blanket
2: I, I tell you that the best thing was one year when we were still over at the other place you know Mm -hmm. in in the uh armory Armory. uh they gave away these reflective jackets you probably saw me wearing it on wednesday nights when the lights hit it i mean it the lines on it really bright were bright and they just kind of handed them out randomly to people and i got one and Mm -hmm. then like the Cthulhu spikes they they would give like i think they gave 10 away this year they they just kind of randomly hand these things out Mm -hmm. and uh yeah i have so much of the swag from every year it's it's fantastic. Uh, Like I said, it's a fantastic group of people. And, Mm -hmm. you know, the people behind the scenes, you know, uh, Jane Cohn, who does all the food, she does Mm -hmm. an amazing job with that. And it's just, you know, a good group. And then like you're talking about that section with the ropes, the people, there's an aid station up there, those people have to walk up that same, the one we come down, they walk up. Yeah. So they have to walk, you know, up on the top there. So we appreciate that.
0: Very much. Yeah, there's a lot of people on the course, you know, people at campfires and things like that. Right. I look at, I smile at them, I give them a high five and it's like, how the hell did you get here? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's apparently called teleporting. So there, because there, there is, um, you may see a volunteer at one aid station and then they're suddenly at the next one, which is called teleporting. And apparently one year, Erica Lubera teleported to all of the different spots and um, Eric, your, your wife and your girls were teleporting because I saw them at one. I have no doubt that they could get there. all three of them could get there much faster than I could, um, <laughs> and probably you know take a shower, get dressed, take a nap, and still get there before me. But <laughs> I don't think they did. I think they teleported from one spot to the the next, probably, which is kind of neat. Yeah, yeah.
2: I just saw there was a note there from Luke saying about the first year they did that, you went up Logan direct. Instead of the one that we come down with all the ropes, the first year okay. you went up that one.
1: Oh my gosh. And were you there the first, the very first year? Has it been going on no, for years? No, I was years? not
2: there the first, okay. first year. Like I said, I was doing mega transit. I've done like all the the megas before it turned to Boulder Beast. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's where I heard about the frozen Snot, And
1: then okay. so I
2: missed the first year and then I went in after that.
1: Okay. So this was the 11th year. Is that right?
2: Uh, the 10th. The ten- I missed uh, 13 and I missed 16.
1: Oh, okay. Gotcha. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and it is worth I'm going to say it again and Luke can tell us when registration is going to be cuz he's he's tuned in luckily if he wants to but uh this is one of those PA races that sells out uh you can't blink mm-hmm. an eye when registration goes live or you will miss it and it's pretty much it's pretty long in advance it's I believe it opens pretty soon if I recall but I could be wrong with that. But anyway, if you want to do it and you should want to do it you better have your hand on the little mousey button.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to kind of watch out for cuz I think there were a couple of times yeah. that they were just double checking that their permits were yeah. all final. So they they finalized some stuff. So I think their open registration date has shifted around a little bit over That's the right. years. Right. Yep. Yeah, so you really like it's just a part of my morning routine you know i go to the frozen Snot facebook page they do keep it very updated so they they do uh, warn people ahead of time but if you um if you follow them there they also have an instagram that they keep updated and then on um, ultra sign up so um, i just keep myself laser focused <laughs> and and you get registered right away um it is i think it's one of those bucket list races that even if i haven't been able to do it every year this was I think my fifth, I think this was my fifth. Um, I haven't been able to do it every year, but I got sucked in because I saw somebody, my friend, Christy Madera had a frozen sock blanket and had a crazy story. And I said, I want one of those blankets. And so I registered, um, what now rocks, what, is what are some of the crazy stories? I think that's one of the coolest things about this race is everybody's got crazy stories from this race. Tell some of your stories.
2: Okay, well obviously this snake, this is the first time I saw a rattlesnake on the course. I mean, I know they're out there, but to see mm-hmm. one that close, that was the first time I saw that. Um, obviously the, the bacon station used to be just a party. A bunch of guys got together for a party and they decided to make it into this bacon station. And it just grew from there. It's such mm-hmm. a, a good group of guys that are in there. You see them coming. I remember one year they had the, you know, how you, you know the bacon station's coming, but it seemed mm-hmm. like an, a mile later. Like you're tempting us too soon with that, but uh, but you know, and, and the people that I met a, a a group of runners from Pittsburgh that every year we all get together. Now this year they they kind of passed me and just kind of went on. I said, okay, I want to see mm-hmm. you guys in another ten years, see if you can still keep up that pace. <laughs>
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: But yeah, that's that's uh, and and like I said in in the with the snow when you had the snow and everybody's just taking off. It's like, I'm amazed that you fast guys that, you know, that just take off and go. It's like, I can't, I would love to uh, have a camera on one of the, one of those hills to see how you guys just run up and down them. I just can't imagine it. It's, I have tremendous respect for that. It's it's fantastic. Yeah. The
0: guys, the the guys and girls that are really fast, that are at the tip of the front of the mullet. It's insane what they can do on those hills and you got to see the hills to respect it. It's absolutely-
2: yeah. It's like their feet very touch. They hardly touch ground. Bing, bing, bing. And they, they just go.
0: Yeah. Have you hurt <laughs> yourself at all over the 10 years?
2: Um, Not here. No, I've never hurt myself here. I've fallen in other places. Now, like, uh, I did slip coming down this time, and it was just a very gentle slide, but when I went back, there was a pointy rock there, so I have a little... Dot in the back of my back. Oh, now I'm fine. Yeah, I'm too slow. I don't. I don't get hurt.
0: <laughs> now, Grace, you ran with with Callie, Genzel, mm-hmm. and Angie Schoonover. Mm-hmm. That sounds like the Three Stooges to me.
1: Oh my gosh, it was so much fun, and I swear there there were there were so many fun conversations about leaky buttholes. Did you talk <laughs> about me at all? Huh?
0: Did you talk about me at all?
1: We did, you know, we spent a good amount of our time just talking about how great you are, how much we miss you, wondering if you're okay. That's good. Um, so yeah, that was definitely good. And back to leaky buttholes. Back to leaky buttholes buttholes, buttholes. we did. And it's it's me and Callie and Angie, and, and none of us are quiet runners, right? So um definitely the volunteers could probably hear us a mile away, just kind of trotting along and talking about leaky buttholes. And we had a guy behind us for a while. His name is Nathan. And he, um, uh, he was kind of our pace. And we, you know, at one point Angie's like, Hey, if you want to get around us, that's fine. He's like, no, I'm kind of good here. And there was a whole conversation about leaky buttholes. And then I said, Nathan, you are doing all right back there. And and Kelly's like, Oh, I forgot he was back. Because it's one of those races, not that she forgot intentionally, but you just can't look behind you because that's when you're going to fall. You're going to trip yeah. and fall. Um, so, you know, I'm sorry, Nathan, but also you're welcome because you maybe it helped the time pass by for you. <laughs> uh, what, um, Carl is i swear our third host here because he comes up with all the great questions rocks what year had the worst weather or course conditions due to weather
2: uh what was it 15 i think 2015 when we had like a foot of snow Ooh. because 16 was a lot of snow and and for some reason we didn't get up there we couldn't uh we didn't go i think 15 was the the big snow and then uh, mm-hmm. was it ice. There was another time when we had ice. Everybody's just kind of—I forget what year that was. I mean, that time yeah. of year you're going to expect it. And like coming down the ropes, uh, everybody going down ahead of you. The ice, the ropes were just solid ice. So you're yeah. hold, even though you're holding on with your gloves, you're sliding. So it's like it was better just to uh, stay low to the ground and slide down. hmm But that's was that- that's what the, what it's all about, you know.
1: Was that the year that there was the all that ice? We had to go around the creek. You know what I'm uh, talking about? The creek. We went around the creek oh, and yes, we were yes. Yes. And it was just a sheet of ice. Yeah. I remember there were some people around me because the whole course wasn't ice covered, but it was either it was either nothing or it was terrible. And yeah. they didn't put their spikes on. And, yes. <laughs> and it was very slow moving for them. Yeah. I was like, yeah. man, just put on your spikes. Just yeah. And on. then
2: like with the some of the water crosses, that one log you go across. They kind of mm-hmm. flattened that out now. It wasn't yeah. flattened before. So with me, with my terrible balance, I just walked through the water.
1: Mm. I remember that. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> but now about. they
2: flattened it out, so it's like, oh, now you just walk
1: across. Yeah, yeah The bridges are nice now.
2: Yes,
0: definitely. Yeah. The whole yeah. course was nice. There were there were a couple of spots where even the girl in front of me that ended up winning actually. She was like, she yeah, she, you, again, you can't look back, but she said, "Are these actual trails?" When there's not a race going on i'm like i think so but then i looked up and it's like wow there's no dirt or anything it's just flagging going up through this up this mountain <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: i don't know well, i don't I get think down that's there too the reason, awesome. i think that's the reason why they do this in wintertime because i think in the summer to other times these aren't trails certain parts of it aren't trails right yeah
0: so yeah that's nah, good stuff i mean it probably has the most personality of any any race I've, I've oh, done yeah. in a short 13 miles, short yeah. 11 miles, like you said, Grace. The first mile first mile is just getting to the trail, and the last mile yeah. is getting back out. So on 11 miles, man, it throws everything you can imagine at you.
1: Yep,
2: And there, there's no switchbacks.
0: They go straight up
1: and yeah. straight down. <laughs> oh yeah, that was another fun um, conversation that I had uh, one year when I was doing the course. I was going up the very first climb. I don't remember the names of all the. What's Barb's the name kiss of my ass. Is it? It's called Kiss My Ass. It's Barb Barb's
2: kiss, kiss My Ass. ass. Where you Barb's Kiss My Ass. Start going up.
1: Yeah. Yes. So I was on Barb's Kiss My Ass, and um, you know how that that first climb is—you can't see the top. So your very first time doing that course, it's like, oh, you know, probably just a little bit longer, but you have a long ways to go. Like it is a very long climb. You can't see the top. If you think you're at the top, you're not. And I was, there was a guy behind me um, who said something about, I was at Western States course last weekend and this is bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) And he was just talking about how difficult it was. Yeah. Um, and he, he was being friendly about it, too. You know, he was kind yeah. of joking around about it. Um, but it's it, the climbs are just really, really difficult. But that's the fun of it. Right. It's yeah. it's the fun of it is because they're so difficult because there are no switchbacks. It's just straight yeah. up. Yeah. Well, that,
2: the, the one. Uh, why not? That's the one that you go up and then you come down to the aid station at the, the halfway or the part where you would go short or long. Right, going right. up that one we're going up there and it's like you take 10 steps i gotta rest against the tree i gotta take yeah. four steps and you know and that's when you start passing people because they're like sitting too long so like you gotta keep moving mm-hmm. gotta keep moving.
1: yeah
0: i believe the beast which is that the, the last climb in the long course yeah. that is the the highest one that's 1300 feet of gain mm-hmm. and the majority of that is bouldering yeah. which is kind of fun and different but uh yeah it's they're all tough
1: yeah and just for um you know, just for keeping everything relative, I mean, that's close to the highest peak in Pennsylvania. So, uh, within the entire state, you don't get very many climbs. The climbs are pretty much going to top out at about 1,300, 1,400 feet. I forget what the biggest climb is in Pennsylvania, um, but it's not much higher than that. So, our our mountains here are not very tall, but they are incredibly technical and they're we don't believe in switchbacks. hashtag mm-hmm. No, no switchbacks. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, Eric, how how did the standings shake out for the race? I looked at it a little bit. I think Gabe um, Gabe, Gabe ended strong. up doing
0: the short short course, and I'm ah. glad he did it. He's he's been struggling with some some issues in his legs and stuff like that. So he took the smart route and and headed home at, mm-hmm. on the short course. But he was kicking butt. Um, Adam Russell. I believe probably both of you know the name Adam Russell. He was he he is a trail running legend. Took a few years off um, just because um, over the past five eight years maybe, and he is back. I'm telling like wait you keep watch Adam Russell this year. He's going to do amazing things. I believe he's doing the triple crown. He signed up for a bunch of races again. It's like he never left. Um, he did well. I want to say he was five fifth or sixth maybe. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, Dave Stoltzfus I think won it and the long course, I don't know, I mean a bunch of studs,
1: it was uh, crazy. Erica Lubera had uh, a Erica very had a good, good day, yep. she had she, a very good day, came in second.
0: Yeah, she, um, it was fun, it was very fun for me and John Johnson because we managed to get in the mix of a very intense, at least to us, intense battle between first and second female. Mm-hmm. And he ran i ran with erica a little bit and then we ended up running with the set i i'm sorry i forget the girl's name who won i should have wrote it down
1: yeah
0: um we ended up back with her a little bit and it was it was a fight you know everybody has their strengths and weaknesses on ups and downs and flats and technical and buffed out but it was it was really fun to watch we were lucky enough to be able to stay with them and mm-hmm. erica led the race for um i'm gonna just go ahead and say 12 and a half miles until she got back to the road, and this girl was close enough to her and had enough road legs, road speed, to manage to, to pull ahead of her uh, on the road yeah. section towards the end and take the win. Amy, thank you. Amy. Very much, Amy Kohler. Amy, Amy Kohler, Kohler took. Um, but they're both phenomenal runners. They both gutted. I can, I can assure you, they gutted themselves beyond what most people can do. And it was very neat to watch and and be there to see um, very strong performances from both. I'm very good friends with Erica and I, I love her style of running and she did everything right that she could have. And she, she ran her perfect race, which was awesome.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, because we also love to talk about the back of the pack, our DFL from the 13 half was Kevin Glessner. And um, some special uh, credit goes to our Flatlanders, uh, Tara, Angry that whole crew. They came from the Delmarva area. If you've ever run in the Delmarva area, it is incredibly flat. flat. (laughs) Yeah. And they, um, they call themselves Flatlanders. They came up to Pennsylvania, took it on, and had a very fun time and took all of the photos, which is exactly what you should do um, if you're you're heading to another state. So that was uh, uh, <laughs> fun to see them on the course and see their reactions and all their photos afterwards.
0: Yeah, I, w- I want to point out also, after you're saying taking pictures, it makes me remember, like, there's n- I'm trying to think if there's actually any vistas on the course but even if when there isn't you can still these climbs are so intense when you get towards the top and it's winter time Mm -hmm. you turn around you if you take the time to turn around and enjoy the view there's some phenomenal views beautiful oh yes
1: yeah yeah beautiful once you get to the top um, of a couple of the spots and at one point you can see the from a boulder field you can see the other boulder field that you're about to go to Yep. you yeah. would know where it is, rocks. Where where is that?
2: Where the fir- that boulder field after you go up, uh, what the first climb there? Yeah, and then to uh, uh, I guess it goes on to the goat pass, and then you keep going up, and that's that's where the the boulder field is, and you think you're almost there, and then it keeps going up. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the one that you can look across to see the other one.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's it. And Luke had put in here. Barb is one of our long-term yeah. sweepers. Barb's that's kiss cool. my ass. Um, third year of the event, the original director, Jeff Stover, had told Barb his intention of adding in another climb. Her response was kiss my ass. And that's how it got the name. That there climb got the name Barb's kiss my ass. There you go. <laughs> history. We're, we're uh, giving you a history lesson here. Very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there were how many finishers? uh I just had it up so there were I think it's around 300 who entered that's what I thought I saw
2: 300 entered I don't know how many Mm
1: -hmm. 185 for the long course which is good results for the long course um and then 93 for the short course oh and our DFL for the short course is angry Al. so great shout out to angry Al for being uh DFL for the short course it is an honor Especially, um, you know, we we recognize the, the back-of-pack people who make it. They sign up for the hard thing and go and do it. I know he had uh, an injury along the way. Not serious, but it slowed him down a bit. But he finished it. And also,
0: when we're talking about the short course and long course, this yeah. course is designed where you do one. Everybody does the same big eight-mile loop. And then you come back to an aid station. And mm-hmm. the 13-mile has the option because you signed up for it to do one more smaller loop, which brings you to the 13 miles and gets you back to the finish line or Mm -hmm. at the eight mile, the 13 milers have the choice of dropping down to the eight mile and going back with the other eight milers, which without really a penalty, Um, Mm -hmm. they're just counted as the eight mile finisher at that point, which Mm -hmm. is kind of, I kind of like that fact that there's no pressure. It's not like you're disqualified. It's not like your time doesn't count. It's just you decided that the the measly three thousand seven hundred and seventy five feet of gain that you've already <laughs> done is a good day, for a <laughs> and you don't need yeah. to do another two thousand feet of gain. Um, yeah. So it's I like that he puts that in there. The race puts that in there that it's just mm-hmm. a no pressure. Hey, you ready to be done? Go down the road and you're done. You, even though you signed yeah. up for the thirteen, you can do it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, speaking of that. Aid station. There are some secrets at that aid station. If you have never done the race before, there are a couple of things that you have to do at that aid station. You know about what I'm talking about, right, Roxanne? The the, same
2: this, oh yes. Oh, yeah. You gotta have the uh what were what were they they the ham and cheese croissants?
1: They're mm-hmm.
2: talking about
1: them. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're hidden. I didn't so, get rid of them. they're oh, not they're business. not they're not exactly they're, they're hidden. Up.
2: They're covered up.
1: They're kept warm. These are yes. warm ham and cheese croissants and they keep yes. them in tin foil. And, and I had cooler. my what Dave say? And they throw them in a the cooler. Yes. They wrap, they, they
2: wrap them up and keep them. So they say they're hot. So
1: they're they could be out there all day long and they're still That's hot. Amazing. I got if you're if you're in the back of the pack, you can still get a warm croiss- ham and cheese croissant. Um and so you you get to that spot, and a volunteer the very first year taught me how to do this the right way. If you're doing the long course, you get a hot ham and cheese croissant, you put eat it, pocket. and you take a second one and you put it in your pocket. Pocket, yeah. <laughs> yep. So you have a pocket sandwich. Yeah. And then you have that um, after. So you do the beast, you come back down to sluice, and then you have your pocket sandwich. Yeah. So, That's so, the way so to do. good. And a, and a fireball. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I got
0: nothing. I just kept, I ran right through there.
1: Gosh. You gotta, you gotta, you, you gotta race This is all me? the fun. The price of for so the good. This is mm-hmm. nonsense. Yeah, we gotta race together sometime, Eric. Yeah. And they also have uh, tea at that hot tea. Yes. What do they call it? What do you know what they called it? I don't the is it a Russian it's- tea or something? I forget. It didn't make me rush. (laughs) (laughs) So they have, they have a a hot tea um, and they also keep warm water there. So if you want to fill your water bottles instead, I hate super cold water in my water bottles. Um, And so they keep warm water. You can put that in your water bottle, especially if it's a very, very cold year, it helps prevent your, your, um, uh straws or or uh, your bladder from freezing up so they yeah. keep warm warm water. russian tea thank you luke they have uh, russian tea there so there's a couple secrets there and uh i want everybody to know about them so if it's your first time next year doing the frozen snack, you know to ask for the the hot ham and cheese sandwiches, asked for the Russian tea. And this year I did some, I, something I'd never done before. They had little, they had shots of pickle juice, which is normal. They yeah. also had shots of olive juice. Yes. Nice. Okay. That's salty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did the shots of olive juice and it was good. Very
2: that good.
1: Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Did you get your ham and cheese sandwich rocks?
2: No, I didn't. I got that point. I, I get to a certain point. It's like, I don't want to eat anything. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. I have, after I'm out there for a long time, it's like, no, I don't want to, I can't eat anything right now. I don't mm-hmm. feel sick or anything. It's just, I'm not hungry anymore. Mm-hmm.
1: So. Um, well, that's, that's the frozen sound. We could talk. Uh, yeah, I
0: mean, I think the cool thing we did, we all pointed out was all these little intricacies mm-hmm. that, that make the big event so special. And that's what yeah. makes something special. It stands the, the Russian tea, the croissant. That's all the stuff that stands out. It's not just. M Ms and Pringles, which are totally fine in any aid station. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but the bacon aid station and all the little secrets and stuff like that, mm-hmm. like that's what makes an event special, and it's going to yeah. be there for years and years.
1: Yeah. I think what is also interesting is you know they don't really have to, they don't really have to keep trying to, mm-hmm. to get people to register for this thing yeah. because no. it sells out every year, and every year they're like, you'll see. You'll see them come out with fresh new swag or they have tons of social media posts. They had they had quite a few photographers, um, great photos coming uh, out. So they you know, it just seems this year they had um, new ropes on the course. So they make improvements every year. Um, And it's like, you don't have to do that. But I love that you do. That's great. (laughs) So it's just a great group.
2: Well, it, here's a funny story. My mother's 95 years old. She's a German war bride. Okay. So she's in, mm-hmm. in a home, but she's doing fantastic. And she said, you're not going to go do that snotty run again, are you? You're going to go up that snotty mountain? She <laughs> says, you're going to hurt yourself. I said, I'm fine.
0: <laughs> so the question is, Roxanne, are you in for next year?
2: I, I told Scott Libby, the guy that does the, uh, the bacon aid station. I, says, mm-hmm. I said, I said, do not let me sign up next year. He says, I'm going to work with you guys. He says, yeah, I know better. He said, you're going to sign up. <laughs> yeah,
1: you are going to sign up. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll have to find out from Luke who the oldest finisher is. Seven,
2: there is someone who is 71. I saw last year. Okay. I was the oldest one. There is a guy that was 71 and did the long this time. Oh, wow. I was the oldest lady, but uh, there's yeah. a. Uh, a gentleman, 71, I think, that finished the long course. He did a pretty good just wow. in time.
1: Wow. Gosh, that's amazing. That's, crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, Roxanne, did anybody,
0: I'm crazy.
2: did you guys see this article? It was in uh, I did. Mountain Home or something like that. It has a good article on uh, the frozen snot.
1: Well, oh. let me show that again. That's in Mountain Home. It, yeah. Yeah, it's,
2: it's called Mountain... Let's see, what's the front of it called? Yeah, right?
1: it's
0: a free publication up Yeah, it was free,
2: the, yeah it's called Mountain Home. Nice. And uh, they had, it, I don't know. It has uh, nice pictures of everything.
1: Yeah. That's awesome.
2: Yeah. They did a really good coverage on it.
1: That's very cool. Yeah. And I had, um, uh, let's see. Oh, um, Alicia put in there 71,
0: 71 years old. Donna's, yeah.
1: Husband. Yeah. Donna's husband forgot his name, but he was amazing. So Donna's husband, yeah. That's the the person who was the oldest finisher this year. We'll have to find out who the oldest finisher ever was, and we'll keep you going. Who was the youngest point.
0: finisher ever?
1: Ooh, that's a very good question.
0: That's I'm sure ask Luke about that one. I'm sure he mm-hmm. has the answer. That yeah. That's a good question. Either way, yeah. 71 to do a course like that? Are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah. <laughs>
1: um and then i have
0: Probably to
2: 70, you know, i'm going to try to do the long course next year
0: good
2: <laughs> i did I, you're talking about dFLs so i was DFL last year uh awesome. we committed 802 but hey we had a ball
1: yeah that's right and yep. you still finished it yep. um and then i have this is one of my favorite photos <laughs> yeah ever but this is a photo from the first time that i um it was my first i think it was my first time doing snot it might have been my second. Um, and Rox, this was before I formally met you. I had seen you at some races. I was like, I don't know where this woman lives because she races everywhere. Um, (laughs) but you and I were on the frozen snot course together. Yeah. I just love this, this little photo of the two of us as my favorite.
2: Yep. That was pretty good. That's like, I could keep up with Gracie then. And I remember you used to wear your hair up in a little bun like that.
1: Yeah. I still do sometimes. I didn't have my hot pants back then. It must have been too. No, you to did that.
2: not. You did not. Yeah. And there, Luke just put in there nine years old was the youngest girl.
1: Yeah. And pretty sure Carl um, was the oldest, which makes sense. And there was a nice little memorial to Carl there this year. I like that. Yeah. You and know, did this... you see
2: where the, the pastor, the, the pastor's picture was? Did you know the story of that one? Pastor Phil? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I did hear about that. Yeah. You, you tell it though.
2: But he was a gentleman He had, I guess, a heart attack on the the course there. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so that's, you know, you go by and you just kind of touch the picture and send -hmm. blessings to his family. You know, it's, that's, that's another thing. It's nice about the trail community. We take care of each other.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I want to, I want to ping pong on off of that real quick. We're talking about inspirational people and Roxanne you're inspirational too. But I do, I do want to give a shout out to two phenomenal people that I know. First one, John Johnson, he just had throat cancer earlier this year, had it removed is 100% cancer free. And he completed the long course. He's a, he's a fixture within the trail community up here and across the state and a good friend of mine, and I respect him dearly and he's amazing. And the second one, which literally blows my mind away is Amber Monahan, who is fighting breast cancer. And she is in the battle, you know, fighting it through chemotherapy. And she finished the the short course this year, which is amazing. Like she's literally in the middle of it. And she, so she, I think she inspired a lot of people. I don't know if she listens to the show or not. It doesn't really matter, but man, talk about heart. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. See,
2: that's what I'm saying. That's what's so wonderful about the trail community. I used to run roads and there's just nothing like the trail people. It's, yeah you know it's not it's not not all looking at your watch and your time and it's like it's you know it's great it's it's just a different group of people uh,
1: yeah we are different that's
0: for yeah. sure especially Eric we're, so we're so different grace <laughs> all right we gotta shut it down guys
1: all go. right well first I want to hear rocks from you what is on your race calendar where are we gonna see you next
2: uh we got the equinox run on uh, mm-hmm. the 15th of uh, March yep that's that's on the Mason-Dixon. Uh, the seventh is uh, what's it? Buckridge, Buck, Buckridge, Buckridge Ham. burn. And then I'm going to do the the next weekend is the uh, uh, end to end with the uh, the Wilmington Hiking Club. It's twenty eight. Brandy, brandy, oh, brandy wine, wine. brandy Brandywine, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's as far as I have so far.
1: Yeah, and you will probably see you at Boulder Beast. Um... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: I'm, yeah, I'm going Boulder Beast. That's like, yeah, that's October. Yeah. And we're going to come the... up with a new one. We want to call it the Hellbender Half, and that's going to be on the the Death March.
1: Awesome. I mean, this so. is this is just your race calendar for the next few weeks because you yeah. race a lot. This <laughs> Rocks does this to me all the time. I'll I'll be trying to figure out my weekend long run, and she's like, "Well, I'm doing, you know." Just from from Peckway to Lock Twelve, which is a very <clears throat> difficult section of the Conestoga, and I'm like, I don't, ha, I'm not retired. I do not have the time <laughs> that you have to do 20 miles on Saturday and 16 miles on Sunday on highly technical technical trail. I and then in the middle of the week, you're doing. I usually see at High Point. You, I have not seen you lately. Where have you been? Uh. Oh uh, Dave's
2: fault. He he was just he just quite my fault. And i I'm gonna be going to North Carolina the next okay. two weeks. So I won't be there the next two weeks.
1: Yeah.
2: I'll be on the flat flatland. Okay. <laughs> Down by well, the beach.
1: We've been we've been missing you on Wednesdays. We wondered where you were. Yeah. Uh well I'll be back. Okay, good. Well can't wait to see you out on the trails and in, in all of your awesome races. You inspire me. You inspire so many. And oh <laughs> uh, I I'm gonna get fluffy. It's happening. Don't okay. get fluffy. No fluffy. What <laughs> <laughs> well, the important thing
2: is, I didn't start doing this stuff until I was like 40 years old. That's my first marathon. Mm-hmm. I didn't start running until I was 38 because as, when I was a fighter, I had to run for endurance, and I hated mm-hmm. running. And then once I stopped fighting, it's like, well, I like running now.
1: <laughs> yeah, and you were you were a championship uh, kickboxer.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And there, I was late in that too. I was—I was always a late bloomer. I was—I was like thirty-six or something like that, and everybody else was in their twenties.
1: So. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, I love it. I'm glad you got to share everything. Well, thank Amazing. you for having
2: me on. I appreciate it, and uh, I appreciate everyone from the Frozen Snacks. It's a—it's a, it's a wonderful run organization and uh, a fantastic run.
1: Hmm. I have a
0: feeling we'll probably have you back on in the future.
2: <laughs> okay. Yeah,
0: 2025 Appalachian Trail, woohoo! Nice. <laughs> oh, you're, you're, you're already booked to be on the show then.
2: <laughs> yes. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks
0: again, and we'll uh, we'll see you soon. Okay. Thank you very much.
1: Yeah. Bye now. You rocks. Okay. Uh, what are you doing this weekend, Eric? You and me.
0: Um, I'm not. I don't know. It's a weekend. I'm just hanging out, chillaxing. Cool. Yeah, no, I don't know. I don't really have any big plans. Mount Tom is on Sunday. I think I will probably mm. try to make it to that. It's it pretty much in my backyard. So yeah, that's about it. Fun. I have a I have a, a bruised rib, Grace. It's killing me. It sounds so minor. No. But the bruised ribs hurt the crap. I can't cough. I can't breathe. I can't sneeze. Yeah. I'm hoping it gets better, but every time I wake up, it's the same. So I don't know. Yeah. You'll get better it will thanks, be. For that. thanks for that i yeah. you know just hearing you say that i will get better grace manifest it manifest the fucking i don't mean that
1: <laughs> manifest it that's what's happening i am what am i doing this weekend
0: Grace? What, uh, you poor thing you have to ask yourself what you're doing this yes. weekend i want to know grace what the heck you doing oh, this weekend?
1: oh. I am visiting my Flatlander friends. I am headed to Delmarva to run the Duck 100K. I am so excited. I have been training for this um, for months now. And my people have, I've had a couple of comments like, Grace, what are you up to? Because it's, you know, December, it's January. What is going on? And my key race, which this is my key spring race, just happens a little earlier than everybody else. So uh, this coming weekend, I'm going to attempt the Duck 100K. Wish me luck. I'm very excited. Weather looks good, um, but you never know. You never know. I still got to race smart. Grace, can I ask you a question?
0: No. Can you please be on the show next week to talk about your race?
1: <laughs> I would love to be on the show to talk about right. my race.
0: Good. I, I'll put you down, but I, what I need from you is this. Uh I I need, I need, um, stuff to talk about. So like, you can't just go there and be like, yeah, I ran, I've been back to the pack and I finished, here's my buckle or whatever you have. No, like I need the, the bear falling out of trees stories, like pooping your pants stories. I need you to purpose. I didn't poop poop my pants.
1: I didn't poop poop my pants. I fell in my poop.
0: Yeah. That's great. Well, guess what? This, we need fresh stuff. (laughs) So you need to go ahead and crap your pants.
1: Okay. Fresh stories. I got to crap my pants.
0: Crap your pants and then Got it. how you, how you come back after that. I don't, I don't know, but that's what the people want to hear next Monday.
1: Yeah. I'm going to come with it with all the stories. Um, I'm nervous, but I'm feeling confident. My training has gone well. Um, so I'm excited. Yeah. Good.
0: All right. Well, let's, let's go ahead and send this off. Um, I do want to point out that you beautiful, glorious live viewers, you guys came through tonight and this was a, a very High numbered um, live viewer show. They'll keep it up. You have more friends. Tell them. Tell them. I know you. I'm pretty sure they have friends, Grace. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, it's because everybody loves Roxanne. We'll have her on again and then we'll have more people again. Uh, I thought it was because I was dressed like a lumberjack. Because you look fancy. You got your button down tonight. You're looking sharp for all of our fans. Good job. Thanks. All right, it was great seeing you this weekend, even if it was for a little bit. And uh,
0: good show tonight. And we'll see you next Monday for your don't don't die this weekend, okay? Because I need okay. I can't do the show by myself, basically. Got
1: it. Don't so, die. Yeah. Crap my pants.
0: Crap die. your pants. Okay. Don't die, and I'll see you Monday. Got it. Have a good night. Thanks, everyone. We love you. Goodbye.
1: We love you. Bye.